Hello, all my people out there, and welcome back to another episode of Black Quintessence. I am here, your host, Daniel Harbin. Hopefully, you guys have been having a great week. My week has actually gotten 10 times better. So much has happened in my life that has that have put things into perspective and things aligned. Things fell into place. Prayers were answered. I, I prayed and wished and hoped and what I prayed for and wished for it came true so I am in a better mood than I normally am and I'm happy about that hopefully you guys are in a good mood if not I'm sending positive vibes you guys way I want you guys to feel as upbeat and great as I feel and on that note let's go ahead and go into current events let's get into this mess First up, Offset gets into an altercation at a club. I don't know how. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it was Super Bowl weekend, so uh, kind of old, but either way it goes. Um, him and Cardi B were in Miami at a club called Booby Trap. Um, it's a, a strip club, and um, it was reported that while him and Cardi, he was with Cardi B, um. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, got my words all jumbled up. Let's start over. <laughs> it's reported that Offset and Cardi B were at this club in Miami, a club called Booby Trap, when altercation uh, broke out because a guy in the audience, I guess, accidentally sprayed Cardi B with a bottle of champagne. And so Offset jumped into the crowd and, I guess, punched him and attacked him and technically assaulted him. And um, it was reported that they, uh, Cardi B and Offset were removed from the club after the altercation by security. Um, this was around 3 a.m. Um, they were saying that, you know, there's a video clip. That's how this all, you know, spread. There's a video clip of it. You usually see in the video when she spread. To me, in my opinion, in the videos, Cardi didn't look too perturbed about the situation. But I also know Cardi B has a tendency to fly off the handles when she's not feeling something so but in the video she didn't look like you know she reacted in a way that she was extremely pissed off she probably was caught off guard and a little like what the fuck which i mean i would have probably done this had the same reaction too if i'm like partying i trip and then i just get sprayed with the liquid but um um yeah so Mm, I, I personally, I know I've read a lot of comments from a lot of people and a lot of people are saying that they felt like, um, well, it's down the middle. There's some people who feel like Art Cardi P, I mean, Offset reacted properly defending his wife and things of the nature. Other people are like, he's doing too much chill. You have a family at home. You shouldn't be out there wilding. I kind of agree with the latter more. And I only say this, not just because you have a family and kids and things of that nature, but because I, from the video clip, it didn't seem like the guy necessarily sprayed Cardi or did it with any intention of spraying Cardi. It looked like he's probably having fun, shaking the bottle, the champagne went everywhere and Cardi got caught in the crossfire. From the video clip, it didn't, he didn't even point the video, the bottle at Cardi. So that's why I personally feel like it was a, 
to me, in my opinion, it was too much of a reaction. Like, I get your piss. I get you're trying to protect your wife. But it's not like he, like I said, deliberately sprayed it at her or came at her or, was, you know, anything like that. That's my opinion of the situation. Like I said, and then, like I said, I know I read somewhere that Offset just got arrested for something. I forgot what it was, but just got arrested not too long ago. So it's like, it's probably best for you to kind of keep yourself out of limelight with everything that's going on, dude. Like, I mean, I know, like you said, you probably felt like you were defending your wife. Maybe you felt like that in that instance. And like I said, other people agree with that. I personally think that that that's too much. Like, I get it. You got pissed off. Your wife got sprayed. You may have gotten sprayed. You probably felt like the dude was doing too much, but you could have easily either either walked up to him on your own and be like dude watch where you're spraying at you're doing too much and then maybe if he would have got you know belligerent and ignorant then maybe and i wouldn't necessarily say I, i'm necessarily saying that you should then revoke violence because even then i believe in the rule of i don't put my hands on people first unless you put your hands on me first self-defense but you know what i mean like you could have done something else instead of that being your first reaction hell you could have sent your security guard over there and be like hey I want him gone. I want him removed from my area. Anything along those lines instead of instant reaction to jump on the dude, punch him, and assault him. Like, I just think that was just too much. Like I said, it's it's not that deep. And especially, I get it. We talk about celebrities. Like, one minute we're like, they're only humans, and you don't want to put them to this high pedestal like they're celebrities, which is true. But then there's also the situation where because you are a celebrity, you are in the limelight more and you will be held more accountable for things than like an average person would, unfortunately, because you are a celebrity. And that's not fair, you know, either. So my point is, it's like that could have been handled much, much better than the way he did handle it. And that's just my opinion of the situation. Um, in other news, this one, hmm, Gail Kim. Gail King, excuse me, Oprah's best friend, decides to, I'm putting my words, saying tarnish, try, attempt to tarnish Kobe Bryant's name. So, for you guys that are not aware of this, um, Gail King did an interview with an NBA legend, with WNBA legend, excuse me, Lisa Leslie, on CBS this morning. Um, in the interview, um, she brought up Kobe Bryant and Kobe Bryant's legacy. So uh, I guess Gail King made a remark saying, you know, bringing up saying that his, you know, his legacy is complicated for her as a woman. Uh, she uh, she asked, excuse me, Gail asked Leslie, was Bryant, Kobe Bryant's legacy complicated for her as a woman and a former WNBA player? Which Leslie replied, it's not complicated for me at all. Um, and then it kind of seemed like Gail was trying to get Leslie to kind of be like basically badmouth Kobe. Um, Leslie went on to go on to say, I just have never seen him in, be that kind of person that would do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. That's just not the person that I know. And Gail King, you know, continued to try, basically try to get her to, like I said before, see her side where she said, but Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. It's kind of like, wait, what? You're tr like, it's like she's trying to literally bait Lisa into agreeing with saying that Kobe was a predator and all this other stuff. 
And so then Leslie kind of replied back with saying, you know, I think the media should be respectful at this time. It, and one, the point that Leslie brought up that I love was her saying, if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think that is something that we should keep hanging on over his legacy. And I agree 100%. Why are you trying to hold this over literally a dead man's head that literally just died a week ago? Like, this man hasn't even been dead for a whole two weeks, a whole page period for people who get two weeks pay. And you're trying to bring up an almost borderline tarnish this man and have this woman tarnish this man's legacy as well. Like, that's a dirty move, sis. Um... Another thing that people were not too pleased with within the interview was that Gail King referred to the woman as a victim instead of an accuser, since technically, you know, it was, you know, it was never proven that he did it. So people were kind of being like, whoa, what is she out here doing? Like, she's out here being reckless. You <laughs> know, like, I don't, to me, it's really disrespectful for her to do that. Like, Really, Gail? Really? You're going to really go and take that route of trying to do that, especially this early? Like, this man's family, his wife is still mourning, and this interview clearly is being aired, and you're going to really try to badmouth him that soon? And like I said, he's not the first, she's not the first one to do it. I know there was some white reporter on whatever, um, whatever, um, news show, I forgot what it was, on, uh, on air who tried to do the same thing like literally like a couple of days after this man just died i'm like what the hell is wrong with you people like like lisa said one it was never proven i'm not necessarily saying that that means he did not do it but you can't tarnish this man or brand him as a assaulter if he's never been proven to be one and like i said before that's not to say that he that he to say that he did not do it but i'm saying you can't put that label on him since technically it still has never been proven that he did so that's my thing with that gail you're wrong that's a trashy move sis a lot of people are not feeling gail for that one and they're not feeling oprah too much i don't want to talk about oprah but a lot of people aren't feeling oprah too because they're you know kind of getting on her because of her being a part of the you know michael jackson documentary but sh and you know, uh, I think at first she backed up Russell. Um, God damn it. My mind went so blank. Uh, damn it. It'll come to me. That's so bad. Scott, forgive me. That is so bad. Uh, Russell Simmons. Ah, thank you. God, that was on my... They, they were, you know, kind of... And then I guess she was with him at first, and now she's not with him because of something. I don't know. But a lot of people aren't feeling Gail and Oprah at this moment, the black community, so to speak. Um... And a few rappers have decided to express that as well. One of them being um, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg recorded himself, or as people say, Uncle King, Uncle Snoop went on to record himself on a rant of being kind of like, you know, calling Gail out on that interview, calling bullshit, being like, you know, referring to her, you know, kind of saying like, why is it that y'all aren't he? And he quoted saying, why aren't y'all getting at Harvey Weinstein the way y'all trying to do Kobe? Like y'all, and I, I don't think he called out Oprah, but he did He did put it on Gail. I think, did he call out Oprah? I don't remember. You have to watch it. You can find it on YouTube. Or uh, you can find it, I'm pretty sure you can find it definitely on his uh, Instagram page. But he's talking about like, y'all not going for Harvey Weinstein, like y'all trying to do Kobe. This man just died. This man, you know, he was like, I guess Snoop also mentioned like he kind of, you know, that's his friend, which is understandable. I'm not going to let anybody badmouth my friend. All of that. But, um, yeah, he was really mad. <laughs> I think my favorite part of it was he <laughs> he said, I don't want to have to call you this. 
but you funky dog hair bitch. <laughs> Older black people have the best insults. Like, <laughs> they will mix some shit up together to insult you viciously. Funky dog hair bitch. <laughs> but... And I think uh, I read little Boosie went on to also um, speak on to, you know, tell Gelkin, you know, watch yourself, sis. Like, don't talk about Kobe like that. So, Gail better keep it cute. I was trying to find an update, and I once I came across something, but it disappeared that she tried to make an apology. I don't know if she did or didn't. And I think Snoop Dogg commented, uh, wrote on her comments under that one as well to put her in her place again. Because I think he was saying it was like a half-ass apology, but... Mm. It's not a good look. Not a good look at all, Gail. But we'll see what happens. Mm. Um, the only thing I kind of want to get into, and I want—I don't want to get too deep into it, but it's this whole uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z sitting down during the national anthem thing. Look, my whole thing is... Now, technically, wait, before I get into it, I do remember reading it. The update was that Jay-Z had said that... Um, it wasn't that he nece- he wasn't doing it as a protest. He said he was doing it because him and Beyonce were discussing, you know, situations for the music festival. My opinion, and I don't mean this in a negative way, I, he probably did it as a quick PR, like, hey, this is going to be our rebuttal because we're not about to get no slack for this, which was a great move, whether it's true or not. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think it's a great move for that to be the rebuttal, whether it's true or not. It probably is true, but either way it goes. Um... I, one thing I'm going to say about that whole situation is I'm definitely not about to fault them for that. That's their personal choice. They have their right to. I'm tired of these people, and especially call it photo, especially white people who get mad about this shit. Because y'all be the main ones out here doing shit. Y'all take it up a notch, y'all motherfuckers who will fuck around and burn the flag and do other shit. And as we know, America, let's keep it real, has not been all that for black people. Most of this motherfucking country was built on our backs slavery let's not fucking act like slavery wasn't a fucking thing you know what i mean like civil rights all that shit segregation not that fucking long ago like come on now let's not act stupid let's not act like this shit didn't happen keep it cute or keep it on mute sis like for real like y'all motherfuckers really be out here white people and some of you coons i'm gonna say coons i don't give a fuck some of you coons be out here wilding with that shit too but um like I said before, the other thing about the situation was in the picture or video, I think it was a picture or video, whatever, of them, there were other motherfuckers sitting down as well. And some of those motherfuckers were white. If not, I want to say all the other people that you at least caught in that picture of them sitting down were white as well. So why the fuck wasn't anything, anybody saying anything about them sitting down? Because they were a black public figure. They were black public figures. That's the biggest reason why. If they were in white public figures, they probably still would have got some, but they wouldn't have gotten as much backlash. But them being black public figures, and of course, I know a lot of people have brought up the fact that, you know, Jay-Z is um, a partner with the NFL, with at least I want to say it's their music or performance department or something along those lines. Um, so I know a lot of people brought that fact up, but either way it goes, like I said, y'all only really went hard on in them, hard on them because they were black and because they were a public figure. Like I said, there were other white people sitting down in that fucking picture and no one even mentioned them. So shut the fuck up. And then Tommy Lauren tweeted something. I don't like that bitch. Fuck that bitch. I remember people, nobody's ever fucked with Tommy Lauren, especially black people. Um, but, um, I know her funky head ass. 
you know, made a comment about the situation. She always got some shit to say when black people get involved in something. So be like, girl, sit the fuck down. Have several seats in an empty theater. So, girl, bye. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I think that's about it. Yeah, that's about wraps it up for current uh for current events. N I G G A R. It's the nigga family. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> for his amazing skits on the Chappelle show. That show was fucking hilarious. I used to love the Dave Chappelle show. Oh my God. I had to buy the uh, complete ser- season series DVD. Like that shit is hilarious. That shit still makes me die laughing when I see that, when I watch those. Oh my God. Um, when keeping it real goes wrong, fuck that. I don't like people playing on my phone. <laughs> that shit is gold i absolutely love that shit she was not fucking having it she was not happy and she was not having it Ooh, that shit is hilarious Woo. um i want to get into a small little rant with you guys um it's just something that's you know heavy on my heart because of what's been going on in my week i'm not gonna go into details but uh probably for legal reasons but anyways i just believe I truly believe in the power of, like I mentioned earlier, of prayer, wishing. I'm hit you with the family guy. Shout out to Brian Griffin. Wish it, want it, do it. I truly believe. And if you want something bad, if you really want it, all you have to do is like think positive. That's all you really have to do is be positive. Like I truly believe that you bring energy to you that you put out we all know this we all heard this but it's this week has struck a golden nerve not a golden nerve it struck gold in the sense where i'm so ecstatic by a decision that was made by a a a higher power if you will that has caused my life to be a little less stressful let the church say amen Ah! Amen, goddammit. Like, I, I'm just so happy right now. I feel so much weight lifted off of me. I feel anew. My wings are spreading. I, look at them flap. <laughs> like, I just, I feel so great right now. I am in the best mood because of this decision that was made that removed negativity out of my life i just have to express to y'all how happy i am for that i could just get up and give a solid praise dance for this i could just be i could ah! listen to the pitter pat of the feet that's how happy i am right now i could just mm, shout glory i who y'all don't understand and i always tell people no matter how pissed off you are. And I'm not saying that you, when you feel these emotions, don't emote them. If you do emote them, make sure you emote them in a way that you kind of can keep in your own bubble that doesn't necessarily spread on other people. That you can express it to other people, but make sure you don't re, you know, put that on them because you're mad. Especially if you're not, if the emotion you're feeling is not directed towards them. But yes, be expressive about how you feel to people. Get it off your chest. That's why I am 
a huge complainer. For people who know me, I complain left and right about anything that I'm feeling, when I'm feeling it, as I'm feeling it. Because to me, getting it off my chest and talking about it makes me feel better. I do know that in a sense that that is the, you know, transferring of energy. And my intention is not to get it off of me and put it on you. It's just I need to get it off my chest to talk to people, to make myself feel a little bit better when I'm feeling down. So I always tell people, talk to people when you feel something. If you feel it towards them, approach them. Sometimes that's not easy. I have a hard time with that as well. So I'm not saying it like it's easy to do. But if you are better at that than I am with emoting how you feel at that moment, do it. Because it's better to get it off your chest and express it and then work forward towards a solution than holding on to it, harboring anger and emotion and moving forward with that person or with that situation, whatever it may be. I'm just really ecstatic because my life is just, it's going to be so, it's going to be better now. You know, at least that's how I feel about the situation. Of course, life has bumps and ups and downs and I was in a down for a long time and I'm back up and I'm so happy and ecstatic that I'm back up. I'm a hundred baby. I'm me. I'm doing me, doing me, doing me. Like I'm in, uh, I just feel so good. And I just, I want to give all that positive vibration, good vibration off on y'all because I whew, feel so good about myself. And I just want to express that to you guys. I hope you guys feel great. If you don't, like I said, get, get caught up in that positivity that I'm sending you guys because I feel great. Mm. I just had to get that off my chest and express that to you guys. So thank you guys for taking the time to listen to that. And thank you guys for taking the time to listen to me every week when I bring you guys content. As I always say, so grateful, so blessed. And thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Like I always tell you guys, you can find me on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all under the name of Black Quintessence. You can also email me if you have any questions, concerns, want me to talk about anything, discuss anything at blackquintessence at yahoo.com. Mm, I'm trying to think, is there anything else I want to come at you guys with before I go ahead and log off? Mm, nothing, nothing comes to mind. I know one of these I got to bring a guest back on here. I know I've talked to Chloe Cocaine and I've talked to my good friend Joette Harris about bringing them back on the show. So you guys should hear from them soon. I'm really excited though because um, it's not quite, but it's pushing up on a year that I've been doing this. And I'm so proud of myself because, you know, like this is just, this is something I did from the ground up. I went out my way to do this. This was something I wanted to do. This is my baby. This is my project. And it's going on a year that I've been doing this. And I, you know, I've only missed a couple of episodes, you know, every now and then I missed a few weeks here and there. And I told you guys, you know, my apologies. I try to give you guys content every week and make sure I come to you every week, no matter how tired or no matter how ugh I'm feeling or whatever case I be. I make sure I get my ass up out of bed and I come and get together and put this together for you guys because I love that you guys are listening and tuning in and I do it for you guys and thank you guys so much for listening and I appreciate you guys so much and on that note you guys have a great weekend and I will see you guys next week